0: Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in-store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse.
1: Talking the team hailing from the mighty Waikato, it's Chiefs Mana with Ian Jones and Ricardo Ball on SCNZ. Yeah, it's 27 away from 8 here on SENZ. This is Chiefs Mana and looking resplendent in one of his old playing jerseys in the studio. Is the Kamo Kid, and Jones. G'day, mate. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, kia ora, Ricardo. Yes, I've, I've dug deep. This is uh, 1997, uh, going way back, of course. Super 12 back in those days. And I think even called the Waikato Chiefs back in 1997, but this is the kit. Um, so yeah, I had to... I had to go in my oldest son's wardrobe actually and and raid raid his um his cupboard to find some of my old chief's jerseys. But I am here.
1: You're here, mate. That's that's the good thing. I gotta say, uh you're one of the few men that I know that could go and wear something from nineteen ninety six and it looks big on him.
0: Mate, this is about three times too big. I'm actually swimming in it, it's embarrassing. Uh really. I must be wearing shoulder pads back in the day because I don't even think I was this big uh, back in the day. But yeah, she's baggy. Um, I never went well in the skin tight jerseys anyway I think um, I think when they came along in 1999 Adidas kicked me pretty and to touch on their marketing campaign when even my skin tight All Black jersey was fairly baggy at the the breaks.
1: It was <laughs> the breaks, mate. Now uh, we should talk um, uh, a couple of things, mate, There's a couple of uh, big losses in the and the All Black community uh, over the last uh, week or so. Joe Ali and, and and Inga uh, as well, of course, playing um, a I don't think you played that much with Joe but I know you played a bit with Inga. I mean, what are you? What are your memories of him?
0: Played a lot with Inga, Inge myself, and guys like John Teemu, um Steve Gordon, Graham uh, Bashup, Graham Purvis, uh, who else, Matthew Ridge, Craig Innes, were all newbies on, on a tour in 1989. Inga was one of those guys. And um, look, everyone talks about the big bus and the devastating uh, games that he had in the All Blacks. But I think it was just that smile, that personality, an infectious laugh, I think that's what's going to stick with us and, and stick with me um, all the time then. And then when I went to England in, in the late 90s, 99, that's when he was still playing then for Newcastle. So he had his time with Wigan, and Wigan playing alongside the great uh, Sean Edwards, Martin O'Fire, and boy, they got him fit, didn't they? He was outstanding for Wigan. then when the game went professional, I think it was one of the ones who came back to rugby union, uh, and it was amazing for Newcastle up there in the, in the, in the Premiership Rugby. And Joe I just played against Joe mainly, but he was in the All Blacks for a couple of games in 98, and once more that beautiful, well, he was so athletic, so explosive, wasn't he? But once more that beautiful personality, very much like Inga. So, yeah, we remember both of those uh, two fine men, and also in North Auckland Rugby Circles, Ricardo. just very quickly, yeah. uh, we lost a guy called Danny O'Shea, who was a North Auckland coach, in fact, he was my first North Auckland coach. And just a very quick story about Danny O'Shame. I used to play for the North Auckland Colts in 1988, put Curtin curtain raiser to the main game and then reserve for the main North Auckland team, but never got on. Uh, my name was nominated, put forward for the New Zealand Colts trials in 1988. Um, Earl Curtin was the selecting coach at the time. I didn't get a trial and 88 for the Colts, with the message coming back, well, if he's not good enough to play for North Auckland, he's not good enough to play for the Colts. Uh, Danny O'Shea was a pretty stubborn farmer. He believed in me. He put me on the very next week, um, continued my career with North Auckland, was an all black um, less than 12 months after that. So you just have to have someone believe in you. You absolutely need to take the opportunity, but uh, I've been forever grateful to Danny O'Shea Ever since that day, he gave me my first start for North Auckland.
1: Yeah, was was he the type of man that might have rung Earl Curtin on your all-black debut and gone, not good enough for the Colts, eh?
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I said, he's a stubborn farmer. He's also a very humble Northland uh, rugby man. and uh, he. But he, we, we joked and talked about it often. Um, and so he absolutely believed I, I, was, I was OK. And as, as history will... We'll show, and, and I guess old curtain was also an all-black selectable show, it worked out okay.
1: Yeah, it worked out very well mate, worked out very well for all concerned uh, it's got to be said, well I mean, we didn't have a game for your Chiefs this weekend of course, uh, they had a uh, an unfortunate buy because they should have been playing uh, Moana Pacifica um, who are going to make their bow this weekend against the Crusaders Uh you know, I mean it's never easy when you've started a competition and then you have a week off like that. I don't know if that's something you've experienced before, but what what do you expect they were doing in camp?
0: Well, firstly... Ricardo, you know, greatest respect to Minor Pacifica. There was, this wasn't their intention to to not play this weekend or in round one, but as an absolute momentum killer for any side. I mean, I hate buys and competition. You know, maybe the length of the competition. is good to regroup, but these are big enough squads nowadays. We don't need buys. I mean, rugby players and all sports people, Ricardo, need to get on a role. They they train. Uh, They house down all the off-season. They just want to play. With playing, you get consistency. With consistency, you get great results. And and to start off with that great win against the Highlanders and then to have it interrupted uh, through no fault of their own is a huge disadvantage, I believe, in a competition like that. Unavoidable. I absolutely uh, get that and, and understand it as well. But it is an absolute momentum killer when you just want to go. Um, guys like Brodie Retallick, for instance, Sam Whitelock, you know, bag off seasons. We know how well they played in Queenstown and then didn't get the chance to back it up. So I would have liked to have thought they got very physical uh, during the, probably had the weekend off, but those kind of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday sessions, they, they got very physical, kept those bruises uh, and kept the contact that they want to do, that they're going to need to do. Uh, keep up the intensity of the speed work, I think, is really important because you saw in the Blues in the weekend, they started outstanding. They looked very fit and they could last for about, as we saw, 70 minutes. Uh, but then that lack of game prep, that lack of game uh, from round one that they they clearly couldn't play because they, more on a Pacifica, uh, couldn't front up. I think that really hurt them at the back end of that game against the Canes. I mean, Canes were brilliant, and gee, what a fantastic uh, tail end of the game. I only wish that there was a crowd. That that try, or the last 10 minutes, would have gone down in memory if it had been a pack stadium. And, and games like that and tries like that to Arise Hervé deserve a pack stadium. So a real momentum killer, I think, for the Chiefs. They need to get themselves up because, boy, there's no lay-down Mazea Go to Eden Park, take on the Blues.
1: No, there's not. There's not indeed. We're going to get into the Blues and what's going to come this week shortly. Uh, Now, on the weekend, on Sundays between 1 and 3, Justin Marshall joins me in studio, and uh, we review the Super Rugby round. We call it... The rugby run, and this weekend we're doing something called Match Marshy. Basically, if you text us through on 8833 and tell us who your player of the round is, if it matches Marshy's, which we're going to announce at the end of the show, you're in to win a Dometic Cool Ice WCI 33 Roto Molded Ice Box. It keeps ice as ice for days on end, 33 litres. You can stand tall, uh, big bottles up in it. Carmo, which is great. If you if you got the old Waikato River water and the big bots in there, you can stand them up in this thing. And we've got one of those to give away this weekend. So make sure you tune into the Rugby Run from one till three on Sunday for all your Super Rugby with myself and Justin Marshall. We're going to continue Chiefs Mana next here on SENZ.
0: Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse.
1: Chiefs Mana, talking Chiefs Rugby with Ian Jones and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Yeah, it's a quarter to eight here on Chiefs. Mana, Ricardo Ball and the Camo Kid and Jones with you talking Chiefs. And, of course, they take on the Blues this weekend, Camo. And uh, after you mention it briefly, uh, the way the Blues played last weekend, uh, I think that's the best I've seen them play in, what, four or five years? I think it was a great
0: performance. They're a good side, right? And Luke Romano, what a great addition. <laughs> He's a good footballer. Um, you don't want to go through the middle with Luke Romano, <laughs> uh, hanging around the rucks. Uh, and and he's not that easy. Uh, Line-out time too. They're pretty slick. Um, the Blues and, and Luke Ramada, great addition. Hard team to break down, Ricardo. But uh, firstly, a shout-out uh, to the the organisers. 4.35 Saturday afternoon. How good. Um, let's just cross our fingers now that Auckland can put on the weather. Uh, once more, unfortunately, I don't want to keep banging on about it. But, boy, what a great... <laughs> if there's a crowd there. I'm so envious and jealous when I chat to my mates in the UK and look at the Six Nations and seeing these crowds, I thought, jeez, why can't we bloody do that? And our, our, our players and the style of our game deserves that. And honestly, Ricardo, when, when you see a game like we saw on the weekend, the Highlanders, uh, the Hurricanes, sorry, and the Blues, best rugby in the world when you yeah. see that. When Super Rugby is played at that level, fantastic. You know, Six Nations got the history, got the crowds, but not a patch And I'm biased, but not a patch on on our Super Rugby, and I'm expecting the same 4.35 Saturday afternoon. Two teams don't like each other a hell of a lot, and why should they? Um, You know, neighbours, clearly a lot of them are are mates within that, but they won't be mates on Saturday. They'll just go hell for leather. I know those cheese boys will want to come up the state high one and absolutely get stuck into the blues.
1: It's going to be interesting. I was I was talking to Steve Devine uh, earlier today, actually, about this. And he said, mate, whenever I played Waikato, when it was Waikato or when it was the Chiefs, he said, football went out the window. You just wanted to kick the crap out of each other and see who came out on top, basically. He said it was, a, it was always a physical confrontation.
0: Yeah, and that's why I made the, the point, you know, in their, their bye week off or the the week that they had off, they had to be physical, I think, the Chiefs, because that is absolutely the mindset. Uh, and Broder Italic has to start that. You know, Broder Italic is absolutely at his best, a bit like when Dane Coles is absolutely at his best, when they are niggly, when they are just frustrating and annoying people and just putting shots in left, right and centre. And for the Chiefs to come up to Eden Park, play away from home, uh, I don't think it'll be such a big a disadvantage that the, you know, Playing away because of the lack of crowds, of course, course of lack of atmosphere. And Eden Park, how beautiful the stadium is, is soulless without thirty odd thousand people there. So that's an advantage, I think, Ricardo for the Chiefs. But boy, they have to be niggly. God, they've got to be physical. Uh, and and maybe because of the Luke Romano's of the world, Sneepo Lalala's of the world, they've got to play a little bit wider than really, really tight. Um, and if they can do that and move these guys around. Um, and then find some space in some of those channels. Um, I absolutely think they're a shot. No questions about that. But how it's going to be a, a tough team to beat?
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be a tough game actually. I, and you, I mean, you talked about Luke Romano, <clears> but Josh Goodhue. How good was he? I thought I thought he was the standout. I thought he was the best player in that Blues team uh, on on the, on the weekend.
0: Yeah, he's a good athlete for for absolutely for one. No question about that. Um, and, and and he gets himself into into really tight places, you know, understanding his game, which is a really tight game. So with him and Luke, I think they both play a kind of similar game that are really tight over the ball, uh, which is once more getting back to the, the point, I think the Chiefs have to move it away from direct line. Um, you you run directly at the Josh Goodjews and Ipo Lalla I mentioned that Luke Romano's, you're going to go backwards, you're going to lose momentum, you're not going to get the speed of the ball that they want. But... They do, the Chiefs in the Type 5 do have the athletic ability to go a little bit wider than that, maybe do some interplay. Uh, personally, I'd like to um, see Brody Retellick not be the first receiver. In those situations, maybe the second receiver a little bit wider. Uh, It'll be really interesting when they name this, uh, the team who he's paired up with, because he can play multiple games, but he's better when he's running off someone. Um, and the other thing I think a really good target... Uh, I think they can do with uh, Quintu Pire is maybe that 10-12 channel. Uh, we we talked about a lot we mentioned, of course, of two of us this year second. Isn't it great to see a world-class player in a game? We love to see that. And, and I think the Blues did a good job of getting putting his hands on the ball a lot because you star players they need to touch the ball. But if we can target that channel, if we can run at that hole between 10 and 12 with Quintu Pire, then I think it sucks in everyone else uh allowing some space uh, down those outside channels
1: yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, as you mentioned, because Brodie Retallick in that uh, first game against the Highlanders, he was playing a lot at second receiver. I think we talked about it. It was almost the Kieran Reed run uh, when he was at the All Blacks, you know, uh, towards the end was was in that channel. But, I mean, if you look at the locking options that uh, Clayton McMillan has, Lachlan uh, McFannell, uh, he got the start against the Highlanders. you got Josh Lord as an option. You've got uh, Tupu Va'ai as an option. And you've got uh, the young guy, uh, Naitoa Akoi as well. Which, which way do you think they're going to go? Who do you think they're going to pair with Brody Ritalik for this match?
0: Gee, I love Akoi when he comes on. Um, I, look, I like big men, Ricardo. I like big men, um, you know, setting a platform early on. I like big men absolutely establishing the dominance physically early on, which is why I'd probably tend to go for Josh Lord. Uh, just a big guy, guaranteed uh, we're going to dominate the year, so kickoffs and line-outs. Uh, he can play off and, and be a bit tighter than Brodie Retallick, but uh, they do have a raft of options. And you know, Clayton McMillan, the coaching staff, see these guys every day, know who's ready and up for it. Um, get back to, I don't think it's going to be as intimidating, Eden Park, as it may be, in a full house when the Blues are on fire and it's a, you know, maybe a night game. I don't think uh, it will feel like that. So a young athlete like Josh Lord, I don't think it's going to be overawed um, at Eden Park. So once more, I think that's an advantage uh, towards... Chiefs and, and getting back to Brody Rutalic, yeah, I love him down that right hand channel because once more another area I think we can really target against the Blues, because Hoskins Tatutu likes to to hang out a little bit there himself, you know, not always in the dark, dirty places. So if we can get our big guys, and um, particularly Brody Rutalic and ball players off him running at uh, Hoskins, and they'll also bring in maybe Rico Ioane, but more Importantly, Roger Tuovasa-Shek, get those tight once more and hold uh, Hosking Satudu into that ruck. The more you're taking away one of his real weapons, which is turnover ball and he ranging a little bit wide. So I think we just need to, to not run direct, but be crafty in how we hold people in the ruck. Uh, speed of delivery is going to be important, which has got game line really important. Um, but hell, what a game. What an absolute game. And, and and once more, like in every game, we'll talk about this, Ricardo. Every time you play a super rugby team from New Zealand, she's an 80-minute effort, right? Absolutely totally. down to the wire. And you've got to keep, be switched on the whole time. And the reason why, why, how you become switched on the whole time is to be fit. And if you're not fit and you start to battle, that's when you start to make mistakes. Um, and what I've been really impressed with all the teams, actually, is their off-season fitness levels brilliant which is why they can all play the pace of the game that we're watching
1: now, that, uh, you've mentioned um, the midfield. Uh, of course, we're uh, looking forward to seeing Roger Tuivasa, Shekarekio, Yuani for the Blues in the 12-13 again. Uh, but I think Alex Nankerville and uh, Quinn Tupai have played well in the first round. Um, uh, I don't know where Anton Leonard Brown is into, in the mix, but last I talked to him, which was like about a week ago, he said he when he was in Queenstown he did no rugby, but he played seven rounds of golf. So I would suggest that he, he may... He, if anything, he's going to come off the bench. But, I mean, that match... Up, that midfield matchup is mouthwatering, isn't
0: it? Yeah, absolutely. But the midfield matchup can't get into the game and can't dominate the way we want to do without front football. So every time you and I have a chat, Ricardo, you can talk as much as you like about the backs and these mouth watering lineups that we want in ten and twelve and thirteen and absolutely I'll tick it and say brilliant. But none of them are gonna dominate unless the ball's going forward, unless they can get the speed of of the ball. So everything will always come back. To the tight five coming back to that set, that those rucks, who can get the numbers, uh, who can get the ball turning over really quickly, and then absolutely Quintupi, I think, is a key man in particular um, for the Chiefs because the line that he can run off uh, ten that holds that sort of 10-12 combination, I think, when the Chiefs play tight like that in the midfield, it does gives them some space on the outside. And if Quintu Pai can run that beautiful outer in line holding uh, Roger Tuavasu who look, we know he's an outstanding uh, rugby, rugby league player. There's no question about that. But when he's put under pressure defensively, all players, no matter how great you are, have to make decisions. And when you make decisions as a rugby player, then things go pear-shaped. Um, uh, and I think that's one of the targets um, that the Chiefs can really, really exploit.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I misspoke, And I think what I meant to say was mouth-watering line-outs, not mouth-watering <laughs> line-ups. So I, I, yeah. I think that's where uh, where I was getting mixed up there, mate. <laughs> hey, listen, it's been great having you on again as part of Chiefs Mana here on SENZ. We do it every uh, Tuesday night, 7.30 to late. again. Thanks, Carmo. Go well and uh, enjoy that game this weekend, eh?
0: Yep, take care, everyone. Enjoy it. I just wish there was crowds so you can go along, but two, 4.35 Saturday afternoon, go the Chiefs.
1: Go the Chiefs, indeed. There you go. That is... Uh, Our Chiefs mana for this week. We'll be back again tomorrow night. We'll be focusing on the Hurricanes and the Blues. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.